Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Travis, the host of the Know Your Draft podcast. We are proud to announce that we are now a member of the No Phony Podcast Network. You can follow Known Phony on Twitter at Phony No, or you can check out the website at www.nophonynetwork.com. The featured podcast this month is Release the Clowns. It's a funny sketch comedy act uh, that is produced out of London, uh, various writers and performers in the London comedy scene. So you can find them out on iTunes. Please check them out. Now, on to the episode. The Know Your Draft Podcast. Episode 006. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Know Your Draft Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Travis. Uh, Thanks for tuning into our episode. Uh, we got a really fun episode today. Uh, we're going to be drafting a DVD bin package like we have done in previous episodes. Uh, and we're going to be doing it from some different categories today, so it's going to be pretty fun. Uh, we have returning guest Spencer. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, we're not recording in Kansas City, so fear not. And then I have two new guests today. Uh, I have Sean. How's it going, man? And then I have Blake. How we doing? <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves real quick, we could start with Sean. Sure. Travis, uh, we've known each other for a few years, man, but I was invited uh, to be on the show based on friendship, and also I have two other shows uh, streaming on the internet, the Alpha Zone Gaming Podcast on iTunes. That's where with me, my my beautiful uh, sound engineer, Ronan Fox, and uh, my dude, Kent Kingsford, we break down the week's uh, gaming news, specifically PlayStation branded. And I also uh, have my own independent show, uh, Sean on Screen, which I break down news uh, about movies, do uh, lists, all that good stuff. And Travis, I'm going to have hopefully have you uh, on that show soon, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really cool. am. And uh, to all the listeners out there, please check out Sean's stuff. It's awesome, I can say. I've been a listener for a while. It's super awesome. And uh, we've been friends for a really long time. So, yeah, please check out his stuff on iTunes and on SoundCloud. You can check him Appreciate out. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Blake, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about about yourself oh um well my name is blake and a uh, little known fact uh me and spencer we are the uh tag team champions from the 1988 to 1996 nwa championships and uh, <laughs> you know we, we, we sort of ruled the world with that um I, i'm fact. a movie fan by by heart and uh sort of a, you know, a clutter freak with movies, and so I'm glad to be a part of this, and, uh, and yeah, Spencer is my brother, so, you know, go figure, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> battle today. Yeah, well, I'm, let's do it. Yeah, I'm really glad that you guys could take your time out of your day to join me, uh, we have a really fun episode planned ahead, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, real quick, we're gonna get some house cleaning issues out of the way, uh, you can always, uh, Follow the the show on iTunes. You can leave us a like, a subscribe, a review, or a rating. Uh, we'd love if you had the time to do that for us. You can also find the show on Podbean at the Know Your Draft podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Know Your Draft. And if you would feel if you want to email the show, you can email us at the Know Your Draft podcast 
at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Instagram for all your behind the scenes, looking behind the curtain stuff. Yeah, so we have a pretty fun episode today, and uh, I think I got a good lineup because Spencer was on episode two with movies. Sean yeah. uh, runs a movie podcast. And uh, Blake is probably the person I know that has the largest DVD collection ever. So I feel that uh, we have a decent, um, you know, panelists, some panelists today for today's show. So today's movie draft will consist of four categories or four topics. And uh, we have adventure, thriller, horror, and science fiction. So... um, those are the ones we have going on today, and that will be in the or- the same order uh, we just discussed. So uh, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, my random picker is not here today, so uh, I'm going to do it alphabetically. And uh, so Blake's going to have the first pick of the show, <laughs> and then we're going to go Sean cool. and Spencer. Cool. Be- and then, uh, unfortunately, uh, I will concede and be the last pick. Of uh, the first round, which makes me kind of sad that I just realized that the first round is adventure, and I've only written one film down. So, uh, fingers <laughs> just crossed. Cross, 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 yeah. uh, I'll be okay. So, uh, Blake, uh, we're going to start round one with the uh, adventure topic. So, uh, please tell us what your first pick is uh, in adventure. Okay, gotcha. Well, um, I I think you, you're safe. Because uh, <laughs> I was thinking sort of outside of the norm. Okay. But um, so adventure was sort of tough because I'm, I'm a huge movie nerd and adventure sort of crosses topics. Cross right, sport, right. Right. So what I picked here, and it was tough. I had two. I was really okay. torn. It's a coin flip. But uh, – so hopefully you have honorable mentions because I want to speak up on that. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm going to go on a movie called uh, Bridge on the River Kwai. Ooh, good choice. Bridge on the River Kwai. Yes. And now okay. here's the deal. If you classify this as a war movie, I understand because the basis is war. But then here's the deal. Well, Indiana Jones is an adventure movie, but the end of that movie ends with him melting Nazi faces off, right? <laughs> right, so, right. So could you say Indiana Jones is a war movie, right? So here's the deal. Yeah, this is an adventure movie. And okay. I, I would say the most conventional war movie was not created until recent times. And so every war movie was pretty much an adventure movie. Until yeah, I think it's a fair times. point. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah. You have stuff like The Great Escape. You have uh, uh-huh. man, like, like Great Escape is like the one like Hamburger Hill. Like, it's the famous motor stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you have the famous like motorcycle jump. Like it's adventure, man. Yeah, I totally right. agree. Yeah, and, and I absolutely adore this movie because it's it's an epic movie. It's about uh, it's a imprisonment camp, and it's it has nothing really to do with who's on what side. It does, because it's from the British perspective, and yes, they're in a Japanese camp, but here's the deal. The Japanese and the British joined together to build a bridge and embrace, you know, everything that is mankind saying, hey, we're working together, we're stuck in a situation, 
but this is amazing what we're building. We're stuck in the current situation, but, you know, here's what we're doing. And the ending of the movie, I'm not going to give away any spoilers if you haven't seen it, but it's just hands down amazing. So good. I'm glad you didn't spoil Nice. That's That's a great pick. I, I'm as on most episodes, I admit something embarrassing. I have not seen this film. Okay, so <laughs> as much of a crazy film guy, I'm with you, Travis. I have also never seen The Bridge on the River Kwai, and it's so like okay. it's like this zeitgeist pop culture movie. It's like you start talking about like Parks and Rec on TV, right? It's like Ron Swanson's favorite movie is The Bridge on the River Kwai, and all he wants to do is like drink Lagavulin and watch this film. And every time I watch that episode, <laughs> I'm like I still haven't seen this movie, <laughs> so yeah, I, I've got to get so. Yeah. It's a wonderful pick, Blake. So you've added yeah. something that uh, I, I I'll definitely tell you, probably Obi-Wan need to check out. Obi Wan Kenobi before he was Obi Wan Kenobi. That's right. Alec Guinness is in it for yeah. that movie. Oh, Alec Guinness. That's, okay, you're gonna love Google. this movie. It's the perfect More. Sunday afternoon movie before you know you have to go to work on Monday and you're gonna hate your life. Awesome. It's the perfect <laughs> Sunday morning where you're sitting there on the couch. Just yeah, that's a yeah, that's a that's you're a good love pick. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm. I'm glad that uh again I it's embarrassing for me to admit but I do it every show that someone makes a pick and I've just never seen it so <laughs> yeah it ha- it happens to the best of us yeah yeah it's my good so moving on uh Sean is the second pick in adventure okay so, so uh, let us know man yeah uh, so every one of these these categories I had to go through IMDb to actually say like okay this is my <laughs> idea let me make sure it's like it's shown as adventure and we've discussed pre-show how movies can cross genres but Correct. if anybody goes to IMDb and you look up this film the very first uh, category it's under uh, is adventure this is okay. my favorite film of all time it's everyone on the planet should have seen this movie if you haven't seen it it's got a famous car and a doctor and a kid in high school. I'm going with the original Back to the Future category. <laughs> oh, of course. An adventure film. And that's the what adventure I'm going of for. a lifetime right there. Yeah. It is. So that was uh, that was picked in the episode Spencer was on. My sister picked that as her I forget. What would, did she pick that in, in um, category? I can't remember. Something though. Maybe family yeah. movie. There I you go. It shows how much I remember about my own show. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but this that's movie a great is just, pick, man. Yeah, this movie is super seminal to me. Um, I was able to finally see it in a movie theater like two, three weeks ago. We have a local theater here that shows oh. – we show classic movies like every Tuesday. And it was my first time being able to see Back to the Future on the big screen. And the uh, it just – nothing gets better. It still holds up perfectly. It's like that one of those perfectly incredible. made films. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure we've all seen that film. <laughs> you have to. If, yeah. if you don't, Wait. just like just stop talking. Well, yeah. just get out of here. Back to the what? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an incredible movie, and it's just so fun. Like, Dude, it is. But also, like, I mean, I don't want to dampen that movie, but it's also like there are some creepy elements in that film. Yeah, it's like it's like you have the entire like a uh, Biff forcing himself on Lorraine like in the car, right, right. and but you get like that huge payoff of of uh, McFly coming in just like laying out Biff, and you have like this great orchestral swell. Right. But you have also like other things that happen that are just bizarre. It's like oh, yeah. Marty dressing up in his radioactive suit to rob George <laughs> McFly's house and play Zepp- <laughs> or play Van Halen on his headphones yeah, and. Yeah. Nothing gets better than that movie, man. It just hits all the right moments. And it's, it's wholesome to a T where, like, the family can watch it. And it's just – it's one of those – we bring up, like, Sunday afternoon movies. Um, 
And it's perfect. You can put on Back to the Future at any time. And it's going to leave you with a smile on your face, and right, it's, right. it's just it's it's just the best, man. Plus, Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, yeah. Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> totally. Oh, Spencer, you stole it. Yeah, I was going to say the greatest <laughs> national treasure from that movie is Huey Lewis in the news. You're just too dumb. I think guys. he played You're the uh, he played the principal in that movie, didn't he? Huey Lewis. Yeah, he's okay, the yeah. he's the guy who's a he's the guy who's no no not the principal he's a judging the talent show. Oh, that's where, right, uh, McFly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, move the on. The power of love. That's yeah, what Strickland. McFly has mounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slacker McFly, you're yeah. always gonna be a slacker. I was like that, and I mean, yeah. Go Sorry, ahead, go ahead. Oh, I just no, always no. like he went back in time and met with. Um, Doc and he looks exactly the same age. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I, yeah, I like the low key comedy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good pick, man. Uh, so second Back to the Future show appearance on the the Know Your Draft podcast, and that's not a bad. You saw you said adventure, thing. and there's no way. Like I've listened to the other episodes, but like I can't not pick yeah, that movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, solid. <laughs> cool. All right, so I'm doing well. So now it's only now I just gotta wait. Spencer has a history of snaking my pigs, <laughs> so okay. we're moving on to Spencer. All right, we'll see what happens cool. here. So, and, um, uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, it says the potential to be to cause an uproar. All so. right, okay, I like I'm, it. We'll I'm see already what excited for myself here. Um, so <laughs> I'm going at it from a different angle. I'm thinking oh. when I think adventure, I know probably most people are thinking like fantasy, action, fun. I'm thinking the journey. The, okay. the classic road movie, rock and roll. I'm going with Easy Rider because that's quite the adventure. <laughs> oh, I'm safe. Nice. But yeah, Good great choice. pick. Tell oh. us more about it. Oh, man. It's just, you know, quintessential road movie from the 60s. Just great music, great, like, content. It's really free form. It's funny. It's serious. It has those moments that just make you hate everything about life and it has all those moments that make you love it too. So I don't know. It just has everything wrapped up in one. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. You just can't go wrong with Dennis Hopper ever. Dennis Hopper. Oh yeah. This movie's from the sixties. You said, uh, well, eh, maybe I'm wrong on that. Either late sixties, early seventies, somewhere in there. Okay. Cause I, I think not it's like 69. With this I, I'm pretty sure. And the Peter, are you guys familiar? Peter with Fonda, Dennis yeah. Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'll work as like the uh, sixty nine. The sixty nine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess I another film that I probably need to uh, put onto my, oh, my watching list. Oh man, yeah, you do. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I still snake yeah, your man, pick. A, you haven't even seen it. That that's a movie that made Born to Be Wild a famous song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just like. My thing is like you go to again like I my I IMDb everything. You look at the first three actor credits. It's like Peter Fonda, Dennis Hopper, and Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah, yeah. what? It's like That's three pretty, seminal dudes like throughout like all time. Uh, and solid. also, as I'm looking up, Phil Spector is also. Oh no! Oh no, Phil Spector. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, grabbing my shirt collar and pulling it, going, about that. Wow, that's a great pick. So, I like that one. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy because I survived my my notion of goodwill to be the last nice. pick. And my nice. only film that I wrote down is on here. And, Sweet. Uh, I, I liked everybody's approach to uh, this adventure category. And uh, I kind of went – I think I went the most literal in uh, okay. this topic. And, uh, but I know it's a movie that 
you've all you all have all seen, and I would assume most of the listeners have seen. I'm going with the Princess Bride. Oh yeah! Oh, good pick. Yeah, yeah that's um, yeah. I absolutely adore this film. Uh, I watched this movie with my wife recently, and uh, she loved it. Uh, it's one hilarious. It is two, uh, just a great story. And three, how the movie is set up, I really like, too. Like, it's the grandfather reading the book to Fred Savage, right? <laughs> is uh, yeah, Fred Savage. Yeah, which is kind of great. So uh, um, I really like that aspect of it, too, where, you know, he, the kid is sick and his grandfather comes and he reads him the book. Uh, you know, you got so many good quotable lines. You have hilarious older, like, rubber dummies and stupid stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You have Inigo Montoya, the greatest speech, prepared to die. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah. I am. You, you killed my father, prepared to die. I love yeah. that uh, that line. Uh, you have Andre the Giant. Come on, man. Yep. Like, yes. In a, in a film. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I love this film. Um, it's just great. Like so many like. I'm trying to think of just. In it. I'm just trying to think of, like the cast, like going through my head. So you have oh, Andre uh, the Giant, of course. You have Carrie Elwes. You have Billy Crystal. Wallace Shawn. Uh, yeah, but she, yeah, you have Mandy Patinkin as uh, Nigo Mato- or, uh Yeah, um, it's like it's just top to bottom. It's just that movie casted at this one specific moment of time where everyone is at the peak of their powers. Oh yeah, and right. one of my favorite things is like you hear, yeah, you hear like Carrie Elwes on uh, any interview, and it's like. Have you? Did you peek at Princess Bride? He's like, yeah, I'll never do anything like Princess Bride. He's like fully, like he's fully knowing that his career was like over in 1985. <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, he also did. I mean, he also did another funny film that we'll just. I just want to talk about real quick. Like, you know, uh, Men in Tights. Men in Tights. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's yeah. too. And like, I yeah, mean, that Mel was. Brooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I mean, that's that's. I watched that recently with my wife too, and she's like, "This is ridiculous." And I was like, "Well, it's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be ridiculous." Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's a Brooks film, yeah. Of yeah. course, it's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, so, yeah. leave us alone, Mel Brooks. Like oh, man. in the very beginning, it's like twenty seconds in. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, we're just gonna go all in right off the bat. Which, if you did not pick Princess Bride, you could totally make the case for a uh, Men in Tights as comedy slash adventure. Like right, Robin Hood, could. in and of itself, is adventure. Yeah. Well, I think that was a pretty solid first round, guys. Oh yeah. We did it, guys. So, yeah, it's in the books. <laughs> Made it through. It. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to uh, to Thriller. So, Travis, yeah. this is – so I'm in your situation. I wrote down two films. Okay. And it's like, okay, so I have to make it through your round and then Spencer's round, and then I'm good. But <laughs> I went – yeah, so we'll see what happens when we get here because I'm interested. All right. So – the first with the well, you're you're lucky, man, because you have the first pick in Thriller. I do. Yeah. Uh, oh, so. that's right. Yeah, we do. Like, yeah. we don't do Snake. Okay. So, so Thriller, I had two schools of thought about it. So, a Thriller, I had to differentiate it enough from horror. I'm like, okay, what makes a Thriller versus horror movie? How do you split those up? And two films came to mind, but um, because we're in a post-Oscar uh, week here, I'm going to go with a 2017 film by Jordan Peele, Get Out. There you go. Ah, yeah. Okay. 
That is my pick from uh, from Thriller. Uh, Peel has gone on record and said it's like this new type of genre called the social thriller where mm. he's able to tackle um, social uh, issues going on around the world with a comedic slash thriller mindset. You see this movie and you understand its hook immediately. It's a young black man named Chris visiting his his uh, girlfriend. She's white. Her parents' house are very like waspy in upstate New York and... Um, things just unfold and it has like so many different elements of thriller and horror and comedy. And the way it's pieced together is just utterly brilliant. It has a, th- a third act that keeps anybody guessing who would have seen it. But I uh, recently, uh, just won the Oscar for uh, best original screenplay for Jordan Peele. So congratulations to him and, uh, get out. It's unbelievable. If you see it, you will not forget this film. So there's my pick. Get out. Yeah, that's a good one. Nice. Uh, now I'm going to, Again, I'm going to admit I haven't seen it, but there's a very good reason. As the listeners know, I live in Japan. That yeah. film was not released here. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Interesting. And uh, so I've read a lot about it. I I know that is a, it is a great and well-done film. I'm looking forward to it when it finally, I guess, releases to DVD out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I appreciate the pick. I know a lot about it. Um, I, I think it's a very good pick. I... I love the idea and uh, it kind of hits home at what a lot of stuff is going on in the world in the current moment. So I think it does. That's a decent pick and I'm glad, uh, I'm glad it made an appearance on this show. It uh, was Spencer and Blake. Have you seen it or? Oh nope? yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. going to say it's very twilight zone to me. Oh that's yeah. What I loved about it. You know, let's, let's take all politics aside, which I totally appreciate, you know, whatever is going on in the world today. But uh, reminiscent wise, um, it was very Twilight Zone to me. It was almost like a long episode of Twilight Zone, which I love the Twilight yeah. Zone. And so I was like, this is my favorite episode of the Twilight Zone right now. <laughs> so I loved every bit of it. Good. All right. So with the next pick in Thriller is Spencer. All right. I got. I actually wrote a few down. I'm surprised. I think I kind of overdid Thriller because I was thinking too hard at it. But um, (laughs) uh, you know what? Last time I did a David Fincher movie, I'm going to have to do another one. I'm going with The Game. Okay. Not the Fincher movie I was expecting you to say. Oh. Right. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm going with The Game. Basically, Michael Douglas is rich and getting older and getting kind of bored with his life. And like one day he just gets a uh, business card saying, Hey, do you want to play this game? Pretty well is what it says. And stuff just starts getting real weird. That's probably <laughs> the easiest way to describe that movie. But like getting definitely. weird in a David Fincher film. No oh, way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such high tension the whole time. Like, and it has a really cool reveal and twist at the end. I know I'm yeah. being really vague about everything, but I mean, it's well, just something you got to go see it. You know, you kind of have to be vague with that film, right? Well, yeah. yeah totally. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just so open-ended and without giving so much away. Right. Well, that's what makes it so, I guess, thrilling. Hey, hey there you go. It's like, <laughs> it's just like, you're going along with the protagonist, uh, where, you just don't know what's going to happen next. There is no Absolutely. foresight as the audience. Just you're seeing it as it's unfolding. So it's really cool. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I mean, 
I was gonna the only the one thing I I love about the game is uh, Michael Douglas is like just every poster every movie cover you see it's it's Michael Douglas in this like this really historical shot where it's like his head is melting off into like puzzle pieces yeah so even then like Fincher was doing stuff with just like he. So a thing about the game that I love is Fincher had a final approval of all of his posters and advertising materials for this movie. So he got to choose what the physical looks like he wanted. Um, but I, I love this movie because I love Sean Penn. Yeah. In it. Randomly, he's the he's the burnout brother that he never gets enough credit when people are talking about the game. But it's him. He has like the weird like idiosyncrasies like with his movements on screen, like how he plays off of Douglas, who's yeah. the very straight man, uh, Silicon Valley. It's just, God, this movie's great. It's a good, good pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. All right, so moving on, I have the next pick in Thriller. And, uh, again, I only had two, two on here. So I, too, have a David Fincher film. Oh. Yep. But I'm not going to pick it. Oh. I'm, picking, I'm, picking, I'm picking something else. Um, I'm okay. going with Prisoners. Oh, I've heard so much about oh, this a one. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, totally it, yeah. Prisoners. Uh, I watched this movie in Japan. It had been out for a little while. Um, I watched it when I was really, really sick. I'm like lying on a futon, <laughs> covered in blankets, watching it on a computer. That's uh, how you watch a movie. That's it. And, uh, yeah. Living like Gatorade. Movie, yeah. This movie like shocked me to my core. Like, that has an incredible cast, uh, Hugh Jackman, uh, Paul Dano, uh, I believe. Jill Hall. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, it is, it is a ride. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Jill Hall. Right. The, the, the yeah, cop. Ta- and, um, yeah. Terrence Howard. Yeah. Yep. Terrence Howard. Yeah, Terrence, right, yeah. Terrence yeah. Howard. And, um, man, it is, it's, it's an emotional roller coaster to say the least. Uh, Paul Dano plays an extremely creepy character. Nice. Who is who is fascinating? Um, uh, the I again, we don't want to give too much away because in thrillers, you know, there's not a lot you could talk about with the pl- with the plot other than it, yeah, yeah, yeah. giving away. But uh, Hugh Jackman's daughter is kidnapped, and uh, yeah. Hall is the the detective uh, looking into it. Um. Hugh Jackman's character feels that the police are not doing a good enough job in uh, assisting finding his daughter. He uh, eventually tries to take the law into his own hands. It is a powerful, driven story with emotion, and uh, it's just really well done. And um, uh, the ending is uh, is open to interpretation, I guess is yep, how yeah. you would say. And uh, it's very... totally. And it's a it's a very well character driven story as well. I mean, there's a lot of high emotion, but like the character development in this film is is fantastic. Like it's just human, yeah, right? It's, like, yes, there you go. Like, go ahead. Anyway, with like, yeah, any anybody with a child or knows a child can like get into like the the gritty of, the grit of this movie and feel something from it. But I what I wanted to mention about Prisoners was a uh, that's the first time I was personally introduced to Denny Villeneuve who. Then went on to direct uh, Enemy with Joan Hall again. Then you have Sicario in 2015. Then he starts ramping up his 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 abilities, and then he goes Arrival 2016 yeah. Oscar nom- Oscar nomination for that. And then this year or last year Blade Runner 2049, which is just a masterpiece when it comes to <laughs> um, 
filmmaking, and then uh, you have Roger Deakins doing the cinematography for that one, and then Villeneuve was uh, just penned to direct the the latest iteration of Dune. Uh, so, man, the first introduction of him just comes out just just guns blazing. I love yeah. that guy. So, um, I don't know a little, a little hidden thing about me. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm addicted to watching like shows like Forensic Files and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and uh, Prisoners kind of. Uh, touches a little bit on this uh, serial killer aspect, and uh, totally, it's. it's uh, I, I mean, for some reason, there's a fascination in learning and reading about serial killers within me. I, I it's cre- I mean, it's kind of a creepy thing to say, but the yeah, aspect yeah. of that film is is well done too, because you know you got some point A and point B plot in this film, and they're both very gripping and engaging, and so. Uh, yeah, that's why it's my pick. I mean, you got a stellar cast, uh, and like Sean yep. said, like human. It's it's raw emotion, and yeah. uh, it's <laughs> it's gripping. You'll you'll have white knuckles for sure. <laughs> totally, yeah, check yeah. it out. That's I a great bad. I haven't seen it. I highly recommend that. Oh film. yeah. yeah. Well, I have to add one more thing. Oh, I go was ahead. really gonna go out and buy a used Winnebago, <laughs> and then I saw this movie. <laughs> And then I was like, no. Maybe not the best idea. It's not going to happen. Because I don't know the stories those seats can tell. <laughs> so. It's true, man. That's that's what sold me on this movie. But, well, uh, with that, perfect. well, with that in mind, we're going to move on to the final pick of Thriller, which is Blake. Uh, <laughs> go, ahead. Yeah. go ahead, bud. All right. So here's here's another thing. And I was... I knew nobody was going to pick this, but this is something very much out of the past. But I promise you, when you see this movie, it's going to change everything. It's okay. in bridge out of the river quiet category. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's a it's a movie that uh, I I sort of watch on an accident, and I love it for that. It's a movie called The Wages of Fear. Oh, nice. The Wages of Fear. Okay. Never even heard of it. Oh, I'll, it I'll is fully admit awesome. that right now. Okay. So the, the Bergman so, clan can tell us about it. <laughs> okay, so here's yeah. the movie. Okay. So it, it's older. It's like 1953. Okay. Okay. So my dad's not even alive at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a French movie. Okay. And it's two and a half hours long, black and white. I'm watching subtitles. I don't even notice that the movie's over. Okay, so it's oh, one man. pertinent that perk that if I'm watching a movie that long and I don't know that it's over, thumbs up. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. If it's oh, yeah. black and white and I'm reading subtitles, oh my gosh, you're getting A plus <laughs> plus. Right? Yeah, that, sure. That's like extra effort, right? So so here's the deal. This is the definition of a thriller. Okay. It's a movie set in uh, South America, and there is an oil rig that blew in the middle of nowhere, South America, right? The only way to get to this oil rig is on this rocky, nasty mountain road. We're talking like 40-foot drop on both sides. We're talking Indiana Jones drawbridge you're driving over. It's nasty, okay? <laughs> And this is in third world country setting. They got past expiration date nitroglycerin because they have to do a controlled explosion on this thing. Nice. So this is two 
two hours and 30 minutes of you watching two trucks, four guys, drive on a mountain road, transporting nitroglycerin <laughs> towards, a, towards an oil rig to do a control ex, a, a explosion. And I will tell you, every five minutes in this movie, you think you're going to blow up. Literally. Awesome. <laughs> it, so it cool. Is, yeah. It is the definition of thriller as you can get. It sounds like it. It, it is yeah. nasty and oh, in awesome. a good yeah. way. And, and so I promise you, you see Wages of Fear, you're going to love it. It's also a great name, Wages oh. of Fear. Yeah, it's like it's just so like layered. Like I just started like IMD being really quick, and it's like <laughs> man, wages because they're dealing with like nitroglycerin. They have to like make it to a, a a point, a place to like just actually earn income and fear because you're talking about this. This it, are, is it this uh, is it this world's most dangerous road in South America that I've seen on like uh, Top Gear and uh, just other documentaries? Are we talking about the same thing? Uh, it, it, it might be. I don't. I don't know the exact one. I, you know, I was trying to research a little bit beforehand if it's in mm -hmm. like Brazil, Chile, Argentina. It's one of those. Um, the thing is, awesome. at the time, it was a French movie that they were going to try to film in Spain. They couldn't film in Spain, so they had to film it somewhere else. So there's a discrepancy on the exact road where it's at, but the okay. idea is there. And it's it awesome. is just, oh, yeah. you're, you, you, they're going through every all five the minutes, you're it's just awesome. like, I hate this movie, but I love it. That's oh, you're, <laughs> yeah, you'll be sweating and it's like completely silent, except for the sound of like, <laughs> you know, not like going yeah. fast, trying to get over one rock. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm sweating and we're just talking about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that could just be me. I don't know. Yeah. But. <laughs> You guys, you guys are discussing the film and like just a peek behind the curtain. Like I went on Amazon Video, right? I'm like, all right, I'm just going to add this to the watch list really oh, fast. Yeah. And there we go, <laughs> ready to roll. It's yeah, all that's right, a great one. Well, another solid round, fellas. So we're going to move on to round three, which is horror. Oh. And uh, Spencer has the first pick in horror. God, I wish Ooh. I didn't. Um, oh, <laughs> I just I wanted to get a feel of the room, you know. Uh, literally, yeah. we can make an entire episode just horror, and I can keep going. Right. It's yeah, it's probably my favorite genre. So I'm kind of stuck. Do I want something old and cheesy? Do I want something new and good? You know, I, well, they're all good, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, horror movies are good. What? Hey, well, <laughs> it's a stretch. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I'll go with something a little bit newer since I kind of had. A 90s movie okay. and a 60s movie. I'm going to go with, uh, it was more recent, the movie It Follows. You guys have oh, a good choice. Nice Man, pick. I love this movie. You get some applause from me. I love this movie. Just the fact that, like, I don't know, it's just a really good metaphor for kind of, you know, modern times and the shame behind you know, sex and everything, the stigma surrounding it. But like, it goes farther than that where the actual, it's a really undefined movie monster. And yeah. I, I feel like it'd be safe to call it a movie monster, but totally. yeah. But like for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's, it's literally, it can appear to you as any one or any person in any shape or form. Yep. Sometimes they yep, look yep. really messed up. Uh, sometimes it just looks like 
your best friend. And, yeah. and only the person that it's following, haha, titular yeah. line there, can see it. Or, yeah. yeah, so, like, yeah, the whole time it's just, it's really cool because you're following the main girl who's being followed, but then it's kind of her crew of friends who kind of have absolutely no idea what is going on. And so mm, they're, sure. like, trying to struggle with is something really going on or is our friend just absolutely crazy? Going insane. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, man, I I can watch this one so again s- and again. You've seen this movie, Sean? Yeah, I've t- yeah, I've seen it. There's, there's, man, there's like this three main things, and like I like, I love talking about when it, anyone mentions it follows. The first one is no spoilers, but the boathouse sequence. And if you've seen the film, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, it's just th- they play with this notion of no one can see the monster besides the person who can actually see it, and like it's this entire like subverting this idea that. I'm in trouble. No one actually thinks I'm in trouble. People think I'm crazy, but, uh, it's just, it's a masterful sequence. The next thing is like the 80s synth soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It's just so, it's just so good. It just, it just harkens back to, it just reminds me of a drive with Ryan Gosling when it has, like, I was about to say that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. And then the last thing about this movie is that I love is horror movies start history. It's if you have sex, you're going to get killed right afterwards. <laughs> right. And this one is like, Let's take that notion, and we're going to flip it upside down, and sex is like this embodiment of the monster. Right. And you're like, what the hell? And like, when this movie was first pitched to me, I was like, this thing's dumb. And then <laughs> I, I I found it on like a $5 Black Friday sale like three, four years ago, and I watched it. So it finished fits. Finished it. Yeah. It fits with the idea of this show being in a bargain bin DVD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally found the movie in a bargain bin DVD. That's hilarious. And then... Oh, dude! All right. And then I watched it, and then started it over. Like, pick of the show, pick of the show winner, Spence. You, hey. did it. you won. Pick, you won. Pick of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. Well, uh, again, I'll just say I haven't seen that film, but oh. I, my connection to it is with Red Letter Media reviewing it. Oh yeah, their okay. Review, their review was very uh, high speaking. They enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, they talked a lot about the synthesizer. Uh, score and stuff like that and uh so i do understand a lot of the core concepts of that movie but um yeah. oh one other thing kind of going along with yeah. that 80s synth there there's no real well-defined decade that this movie takes place in if you notice like every, everyone's kind of driving like older cars like you'll see a lot of electronics and appliances that all seem like kind of Older, maybe maybe in the eighties, you know, like the big TVs and everything. Yeah. But then out of nowhere, someone has like a like a tablet thing. So it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's really weird. And okay, not a lot of explanation for it, but it's just something really cool aesthetically with everything too. Yeah, nice. just go for it, man. Yeah. Well, I have the next pick in horror, and I am the complete opposite of Spencer. I despise horror films. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it is my least favorite genre of film. Um, however, I did think it would be interesting to have this on this show to kind of, you know, test, test me in a way. Definitely, uh, definitely. However, the testing was not that difficult because <laughs> I'm, I'm going with a classic film and, uh, I think it's pretty obvious. I'm going with Jaws. Oh, oh yeah. good choice. Uh, taking, great choice. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy because again, like this, this idea of horror kind of like, 
made me think differently about horror films because like as you know i saw this as a kid now yes it was scary mm-hmm. but did i think it was a horror film no yeah so right. but it's labeled as one of the top horror films of all time right so i just kind of you know, doing a podcast about pop culture, movie, and televisions, I was like, kind of like, oh, it's kind of interesting to, you know, change the way I think about things. So, I mean, do we really need to even talk about Jaws <laughs> or what it's about? Like, I mean, you know, it's a giant shark uh, yeah. that is terrorizing a beach, and it is ter- it's terrifying for even for a f- yeah. film from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's my. No, go ahead. Yeah, my ex- yeah, my experience with Jaws is like is is kind of unique. Is um, I can't remember the first time I saw Jaws, but I can remember the most like vivid time I saw Jaws was uh, three years ago. I live in Southern California. For those who who don't know, in the show is um, there's I live what fifty five minutes away from the beach, Travis, yeah. like with no traffic, like yeah. pretty close. There's like there's a lagoon like at a beach, and what they did was they did an inflatable screen, and you can pay twenty five dollars to rent an inner tube. And you can watch Jaws in the water in the lagoon, and I did it, and it was the and it was like maybe the most terrified experience I've like I've ever had in my that entire would not life. Because you're like, to do. no, but but it's like it's one of those things that as a movie freak, it's like I love that I did that. Oh, absolutely. But I'm like, okay, I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm not gonna put my feet in the water anymore. And so I just like put my butt in the water and put my feet up. Oh, yeah. But God, Jaws is such a perfect horror movie. I mean. The special effects in it are incredible. Yeah. I mean, they built a robot shark. Yeah. I mean, Spielberg, on. you monster. And, okay, there you go. It's also one of my favorite directors in Spielberg. Um, yep. The, the, I forget. They named the, sh- the shark had a name. They named it after his lawyer. It's just hilarious. There's <laughs> oh, so yeah. many funny things about this film. And that's a movie I that mean, put him on the map, for sure. Oh, right? yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, my wife's uh, probably third appearance on this podcast. I watched this with my wife, uh, and for the first time, and she was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's it's a great movie, and uh, I I had another horror film on here that maybe would not have been qualified as a horror film, but I'll I'll tell you guys yeah. after we make all our picks. But I'm I'm sure. going with Jaws, and I feel like it was just approved yeah, by the rest of the panel. Oh picks. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, solid choice. And two things before we move on from yeah, Jaws: yeah. the the sharks, yeah, the sharks' nickname was Bruce. That's so right. I had to look that up Bruce. Really quick. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing that we have to like remember, and for listeners, is Jaws was the very first summer blockbuster movie. It was the only movie with the with like the gall to be put out in the middle of summer in July. We don't want you on the beach. We want you inside a movie theater, <laughs> and that's what started it. So you have four years after that, then you have Star Wars. And so it's like we're seeing this cycle of like summer blockbusters can work, and Jaws was the first one. Yeah, that's a really Dang, good point. Yeah. And like, I want to tell one more story about Jaws real quick because it just popped into my head. My grandfather <laughs> yeah. saw this movie in the theater, and he said that when he was watching it, there was a young man in the movie theater who I think this movie broke his brain, and uh, <laughs> he said Aww. he said he was screaming at the film, and then he ran towards the screen. And he started pretending to swim in the ocean to get away from Jaws. And I don't know how much real legs this (laughs) this story has because it's my grandfather. But uh, I just want to throw that out there that uh, if I had pictured that, (laughs) I would remember that movie forever. (laughs) Oh, totally. You should have seen something like that. That's amazing. uh, Shout out to that guy if he's still alive. (laughs) 
Shout out to Mick Swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> Mick Swimmer, man. All right. So with the next pick in horror, we have Blake. And uh, I'm interested to hear what Blake oh, has no. to pick. All right. Blake has All right. a weird well, taste. Here's the deal. This isn't my pick, but I will say in the same spirit of Jaws, I uh, went to an animal shelter and watched Cujo. And that was a lot of fun. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> equally, equally as messed up. I think that's worse. At least that might at be least worse. On the beach, you that, can like yeah. relax. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. In an animal shelter, you have to like worry about like Mr. Biggles and like what he's judging me for watching. Like we, we, we watched in the like, cars oh, with the windows rolled up, so it was all good. Oh, okay. cool, cool, cool. That's way better. <laughs> so, um, oh. Horror was tough for me, okay? I am a clutter freak when it comes to horror. I I collect all aspects of it. And this was like choosing my favorite child. (laughs) (laughs) Which I can't do. Um, So here's the deal. Um, I'm going to pick what the most fun pick. And I, and I mean, literally, I'm looking at a list of like eight. I could pick. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to a certain somebody who made this movie special. I'm going to pick an obscure, weird one. Okay. I'm going to pick. Not surprising. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. (laughs) Yes. Another Dennis Hopper one. Yeah. (laughs) Dennis Hopper. Because here's the deal. Because Evil Dead's on my list, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Evil Dead right. 1 came out before Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Right. And obviously, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 is amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 came out in 86. Evil Dead 2 came out in 87. And I'm going to say Evil Dead 2 is the whole reason why Bruce Campbell is amazing and all this stuff. Right? Not Evil Dead 1. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 totally has Dennis Hopper wielding dual mini chainsaws <laughs> like pistols nice. ready to fight the whole clan uh, of, of uh, cannibal rednecks. He's ready. Yep. I'm going to say that's the biggest, that's a major horror movie that influenced other horror movies. And I have tons of other amazing horror movies on my list that should be yeah. mentioned here. Yeah. But I'm going to give a shout-out to Dennis Hopper because he did All right. in this category. That's a solid pick, man. That is a good choice. Not a lot of people know yep. that it <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre is quite a series. Like, a lot of people just say, oh, it's the first old one and then the the new Hooper, remakes, yeah. you know. But no, there's the weird ones in between, and two is probably my favorite as well. <laughs> Yeah, what's funny, my my history with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, is funny. It was, um, growing up, I would ask my mom all the time, I was like, what's one movie that, like, has scared you the most? And she's like, Texas Chainsaw 1. And then I'm like, oh, F that, dude, I'm never <laughs> watching this movie. If my mom can't handle this movie? And then you watch it, and you're like, as a, you know, 17, 18 year old, like, oh, that's pretty tame in comparison. But then you kind of, like, watch Texas 2, and you're like... This movie's effed up, man. Then they, they, go, <laughs> then, they go, then they just go all the way. It's like Texas one was like this half measure, and then by two, 
They just go full bore, like into the franchise, and that's. I agree with you. I think that's when it's like started taking off. A great, pick. yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'll say this with horror movies: if you if you really want to research back, so horror movie was a really serious business back in the day, right? It was really like because I have like Exorcist on my list, and that's very scary. There's nothing funny about right. that movie. Great movie though, right? right? Rosemary's Baby, nothing funny, but it's a great I love movie. That movie. Yeah, right. And Shining, great movie, nothing funny though. It's amazing. Well, the thing is, yep. when you look at a point in history of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, it takes the horror genre from the, hey, this isn't funny, this is terrible, to, hey, let's laugh <laughs> a little bit, because yeah. honestly, you're trying to take your girlfriend to your Friday night movie and get her scared and crawl on your shoulder and see what happens afterwards. You know, that's where that movie came into play. And if you do a pinpoint of history of horror movies after that, there's a, some point of cheesiness in there. Right. That cheesiness is sort of beautiful. You know, it's like a good French onion soup with the perfect (laughs) layer of cheese melted. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, good. All right. So, with the last pick in horror is Sean. Okay. So, Blake, uh, we we mentioned uh, The Exorcist, and mm. that was kind of like shot down right there. So, I don't want to bring that back up. That was on my list. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm the, sorry. I forgot. No, no, no. I, I thought it was last. No, it's like it's like my bad. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> there's like there's logic. There's logic to this. So I'm going to use this as a good segue. So this is this is podcasting at its finest right now. So. <laughs> So we talked about The Exorcist, and then we talked about The Shining. And then you bring about this notion of comedy is okay in horror. And so I had about seven movies on my list, and this is the one I want to talk about the most. Um, before this movie was made, this was a filmmaker that was... He did one uh, one spaghetti western comedy ripoff. He's from, uh, from London himself. He kind of obsesses over ice cream, and most recently about a, a fast car with a weird first, driver, uh, first name of a driver... But I'm going full comedy, and we're going horror comedy, and I'm picking Shaun of the Dead by Edgar Wright. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Great pick. <laughs> Great pick. Yeah. So the first time I saw Shaun of the Dead, I was working at a blockbuster video, so that, like, dates me <laughs> That's a very a old-fashioned bit. sentence. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And what's, so uh, I remember seeing... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing it on the shelf, and I was like, this just looks dumb. It's like zombies, and this guy's holding a cricket bat with blood on it. Right. It's this... His, his attractive girlfriend and his, like, his overweight, like, buddy. I'm like, what is this film? And so... I had no idea what who Edgar Wright was, what his style was. And within five minutes of that movie, and you see the quick cuts he's able to do with just, like, filming a narrative throughout the apartment. Or mm. you got a little bit of blood or a little bit of red on you with his, like, his ink pen and how that gets revisited through the film. Um, it's the first time we see the bit of uh, Sean jumping over the fence that <laughs> Wright revisited in a... World's End and then Hot Fuzz. Like, this is like the start of his Cornetto trilogy. Right. But uh, the thing I love most about this movie is uh, the stan- the uh, the ending within the pub. It's so tense. <laughs> and, and uh, um, oh my God, why did I just like blank on his name? Simon Pegg. Right. He has this like guttural reaction to one of his family members getting bit. And he has tears streaming down his face. And you see this agony. And for Edgar Wright to get a performance out of Pegg, 
<laughs> with this movie is just absolutely incredible. It's, and it's yeah. just, if you haven't, yeah, Shaun of the Dead is one of these like most underrated, brilliant comedy horrors of all time. Yeah. So there we go. There's my pick, Shaun of the Dead. All right. It's been a while since I've seen that film. Yeah. But I do remember being like grossed out and like, you know, some scares, but also like laughing a yeah. lot. Yeah. Of course. Or yeah. his buddy just gets like ripped to shreds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. So I think that's a really solid pick. What? Thanks, man. I love yeah, that he like, keeps his uh, dead friend around for PlayStation. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Peter. But, uh... yeah. Sorry. Peter I mean, if you haven't seen uh, <laughs> yeah. Shaun of the Dead at this, if you haven't seen it by now. That's your own fault. Yeah, yeah that's your own fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that, like, it's hilarious. He's got him like chained up, like in an outhouse kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. in the back, he does that. Yeah, and they're playing a PlayStation Two like Gran Turismo. <laughs> and he tries to bite Sean, yeah. and he just like squirts like, him no, with a water bottle. Yeah. No, he's no, like, no, no. Bad. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm glad we've all seen that one. Great pick. Yeah. <laughs> so we're moving on to the final round. Of the show, and the final round is science fiction. This one, and uh, I'm glad we uh, we had hashed a couple things out, you know, talking to each other before this episode started. And we were going to avoid, um, what's it called? Uh, I'm blanking on it. We we're going to like avoid series, series. Like yeah, we're going to avoid series, and uh, except for horror, because that would be almost impossible. And so uh, I have the first pick in science fiction, and I I know it's not available, but I just want to say everybody. To everyone right now listening, if we were not avoiding series, I would have drafted Star Wars A New Hope in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, totally. I mean, I, I don't know how we could argue that forever, but I just want everybody to know that, that w- that's in my heart. Like, <laughs> Star Wars A so, New Hope is in my heart. Travis, before you give your pick, so I was going to be like this dark horse that's going to piss off half the internet. I was going to pick Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, <laughs> So that's just that was going to be mine, and I was going to argue it to the bitter end. But we agreed not to do series yeah. or sequels. So I will. Uh, I'll go on Sean on stuff, and we can talk about Star Wars. The oh, last totally. Jedi. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I was going to pick the like the animated one that came out like a couple years ago that nobody remembers. I was going to pick the, uh, uh, the Christmas special. All right, oh, the oh, yeah, Christmas nice. special. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's a movie one. out there somewhere yeah. too. So Star Wars aside, I love you, Star Wars. Um, science fiction was kind of tough. Uh, and this is actually the, the list that I have the most films written on. So I'm, I'm kind of upset Same. that I have the first pick in science fiction. <laughs> so, oh man, this is, this is tough. This one is the beast, man. Like I have 12 films written down. Oh my Damn. God. I don't have that many. I have, I only <laughs> have five. But, uh, oh man, I, I'm eating up time on my reel. I got to hurry up. But um, I, I hate being first. <laughs> I'm gonna take. All right, it's an it's gonna be the most embarrassing first pick ever for a round. I'm taking the original Independence Day. Nice. Oh, what? <laughs> that might be the new That's pick of the show. That's a good one, man. That might be the pick of the show right there. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, Oh man, I'm sure we'll talk about science fiction a lot because I we have a lot of films. But I'm taking in the original Independence Day. Uh, this movie was given to me on VHS for my birthday, which is nice. kind of hilarious. Nice. Uh, we have uh, oh god, so many memorable Will Smith, yeah, Bill I mean, Pullman, Will, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum. I love Goldblum. Uh, I'm here and there on Will Smith, but uh, in this film, he's great. Um, 
you have a film where you blow up the White House. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Like, you, a guy punches the president and is still allowed to save the world. Like, how is he, <laughs> totally. how is he not? I mean, um, uh, you have little aliens living within larger aliens. Like, I mean, there is so much. It's very 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I haven't watched this film recently, and I've always wanted to watch it with my wife, her, her 1800th appearance on this show. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to know if it still holds up, which is why I kind of was saying, I wonder if this is an embarrassing pick, because I don't know if it holds up. But yeah. uh, I'm not going to – the CGI, from what I remember, is, is pretty good. Uh, the idea it holds yeah, up. Yeah. So uh, the the alien design is really good. Um, I like the ending where everybody's kind of banding together. You got this makeshift patchwork group of fighter pilots. You know, Area Fifty One. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we uh, we got a Apple product putting down the shields. Like, come on, I mean, it's <laughs> oh, pretty yeah. hilarious. So, like, I totally forgot about that. Um, I. I just remember this film a lot as a as a kid, and it just being really fun. And you know, it's kind of hilarious the dog running through the tunnel and the explosion in the background. And oh, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, safe, totally. and you know, again, very nineties. But uh, I I really enjoyed this film as a kid, and uh, I'm str- his name is is it Roman? I forget the director. Roland Emmerich. Roland Emmerich. Yeah. So like you know, he did Godzilla, which was absolutely terrible. And uh, yeah. some other. And he's done like twenty. He's done like twenty twelve with uh, a. Yeah. God, with uh, oh my God, what's his uh, guy from a Say Anything? Oh, uh, John, John Cusack. Cusack. Wait, wait, okay. which which yeah. Godzilla was it? The one with Matthew Broderick? He did the one with yeah. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, I yeah. love that yeah. one. Oh, so <laughs> oh man, I love it. I own that video. I own that movie on VHS also. Yeah, but uh, that's amazing. But um, I'm taking the original Independence Day. Uh, mainly probably for nostalgic reasons. I probably have better movies on my list. But yeah. this is the one that I feel like I, is the most fun. It's also the one that I feel like I could – I didn't really talk about it a lot, but the more, the more that I have the most information uh, in talking about. Um, yeah. I just – I think that that film is fun. And come on. I mean, it's, say it again. Dude. It's a film where they blow up the White House. Yeah. And There's, the president or yeah. – everybody in the government dies, like, except for the first lady and the <laughs> – Yeah, totally. Like, that, <laughs> That helicopter flying away, and it's just like, oh, see you later. Like, I don't think, th- I don't think, I don't think that stuff would fly in a film uh, today. But uh, yeah, it was Independence Day is like this film that exists in like this one specific memory with me. It was uh, for some reason I had like this movie hyped up in my head. I had this like this newspaper clipping of like the ad like above my bed. Like I was on board with this movie before it came out. My mom was cool. I was, uh, this was 1997, so I must have been in fifth grade. My mom actually pulled me out of school to go see like <laughs> a, a, a 10, a 10.30 a.m. showing for Independence awesome. Day. And it was just one of those like awesome. Yeah, so it was one of these like great like parenting moments. Right. But um, Independence Day for me is all about uh, Bill Pullman's speech at the end. We will not yes. go gently into the, the night. night. And it's yeah. like you, you hear the speech anyway. You know exactly like what we're talking right. about. And it's like. Oh man, it's just so good. Yeah, that's a that's a such a good yeah. pick with this one. And one more thing, like I just I love. Uh, I think it's Brent Spiner plays the scientist, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he's uh, you know that the whole scene from behind the glass. That's a very yeah. creepy scene where uh, 
Or maybe it's not Brent Spiner. Is Brent Spiner in the new one? I have no idea. But the the scene where the alien is telepathically communicating through the scientist yeah. and he tries to read the president's mind. Like that's a pretty cool scene. Uh, it's pretty creepy. It's, it's very fun. So yeah, that's my pick. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's a great Thank pick. You. All right, Blake. So moving on with your second pick in science fiction. Okay. Uh, okay. It's sort of like horror. Um, <laughs> I got some, Things on my list, and I'm trying to sort. But I think, okay, here's what I'm going to go with, okay? And you better throw out honorable mentions later on because (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. And Spencer hates me right now. Because I know that he was, <laughs> he watched that movie with me multiple times. Um, it's probably yeah, my favorite borderline. movie, down. Yeah. Oh, it was on uh, your list, yeah. Okay. Well, you can take it up with me later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, it borderlines on horror and sci-fi, but it's about aliens. So if it's in sci-fi, so. Yeah, agreed. I, IMDB will put totally. it in the subcategory. <laughs> But it, it's yep. it's such a good movie, and you know John Carpenter is credited as as being one of the masters of horror. But honestly, I think he's also one of the masters of sci-fi in this sense because it's yeah. such a. I mean, it's an isolated movie. I mean, if you want to take apart, you know, a lot of people look at sci-fi like you're stuck on the moon or distant planet or in space. Well, he said, "Well, hey, look, I'm going to put you on Earth." But I'm gonna say you're isolated. Yeah. Yeah. You're in Antarctica. Yeah. Same kind of mentality. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and here's this alien figure just attacking everybody. You get that thriller. You get the you know this this movie crosses about at least four genres. But uh, for me, yeah. I could totally watch the thing over and over again. It's a such a great movie. So yeah, that's my pick. Definitely. Very solid, man. That's a great pick. Yeah, Kurt Russell, like, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing else needs to be said there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the thing I was going to say is, like, Kurt Russell at, like, the height of his 80s powers, and, like, give a give a second, uh, like, screen mention to, like, the beard of oh, Kurt yeah. Russell in that movie. <laughs> the thing is, just, like, intense. <laughs> I, yeah, that's a great pick. I haven't thought about the thing from Carpenter in a long time. They did that uh, super crappy remake where I'm just like, oh god, like what? Yeah, don't yeah, just I didn't don't bother. like just don't. It was for a date. <laughs> it was a date, and I'm like, okay, fine. I have a date. This is cool, but uh, I just wanted to run out of that theater as fast as possible. <laughs> well, Spence, I'm assuming that movie was on your list. Do you have anything you want to say about it, real quick? Oh, it's just like one of my favorites. <laughs> you know, John Carpenter is just, I mean, king of horror, good sci-fi, and talk about awesome. Uh, scores from the 1980s. John Carpenter wrote most of his scores for his movies. So like all that nice. awesome totally. synth sound yeah. is all from him. Halloween, all that stuff. That's all yeah. John Carpenter himself. Yeah. Well, good. That's a solid pick, man. So that's a really good one. With the next pick in the final round is Sean. So tell us what your science fiction so, is. 
Oh, man. See, this is weird because I wish we had like 15 people on this pod <laughs> so I can like limit like what I'm going to choose. So I'm looking at my list and a lot of these I want to like throw in the honorable mentions at the end. But there's one movie that I keep coming back to in my head and it's been this way for like two, three months was um, this is a movie I saw when I was really, really young. I didn't really recall much of it. And then it, it got a like a 4K remaster recently on on uh, on disc. And my again, a local theater played it. And this is, again, Steven Spielberg being, like, the best Steven Spielberg he could possibly be. Everyone knows from, like, the potato, the carving ah, of uh, The Devil's Tower. Great So pick. I'm going with a Close Encounters of the Third Kind. This was on my list. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad because this was on my list. And yeah. uh, I'm jealous that you were able to see that movie in a theater. Yeah. Uh, and that so, is... Ma- dude, yeah, go ahead, Close man. Encounters... Yeah, yeah. Close Encounters is just... It's not an action movie. It's, like, this... It's not even, like, this science, like... It's weird. It's this movie like exists in the slow burn. It's yep. Richard Dreyfus is this guy who has a who has a close encounter, and he is working through all this stuff in his head. It's these seeing aliens and and spaceships have this cerebral effect on mm-hmm. him, and he's not going to be okay until he figures out what's going on, and that leads him like with across like through Wyoming to Devil's Tower to figure out like what's happening. But my favorite part of this movie, these this movie specifically is. This it it takes its time right. in telling the story, and with the same time of having like truly terrifying sequences, like when his little boy gets abducted, and the red smoke and like the lights are going through like the 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 keyhole like in his kitchen oh. door, and everything starts sh- and everything starts shaking and like the tables moving and the dishes are crashing, and you're sitting there watching it, and I was sitting in the theater and I was like, holy crap! Like this is still this is scary. A scary. Like film. this thing, yeah. Com- yeah, this completely holds up, and it's just. It's so good. It's just so and good. All these, like little toys are going off and all that stuff. Yes. Oh, this was yeah. uh, also on my list. I love this movie because the purpose, perfect thing about this movie is it, it's old school Hollywood. It's still new enough because it's like still early eighties, late seventies, right? Where CGI yeah, yeah. has not developed. Like if you watch an alien movie now, like they're gonna put an alien. Yeah. On, with computer on your screen. You don't see aliens, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, sorry. Um, <laughs> but you don't see an alien. Statue of Limitations over. It was made yeah, like 74. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen, you don't see an alien until the end of the movie. And right. so it's all yeah. like raw footage. And I, I will tell you this, I've never seen it in the theater, but I, I'm a movie nerd. I've sort of invested in the whole 4K thing, and I have this movie on 4K. Yep. Loved every bit of it. And... Nice. Yeah, the remaster it, is amazing. tremendous. And, yes, I, I totally yeah. agree with this. It's on my list. I didn't pick it. Yeah, Spencer wish I, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I didn't <laughs> pick it. <laughs> I just want to talk a little bit about that movie, too, because, again, it's on my list, and uh, I really like a lot of... Uh, so much about this film... But to to talk about something that the other people, other panelists haven't talked about, like the ending sequence where the, with the communication with the ships is one of the scenes that yes is the scene that I love where it's a uh, it's it's musical. Uh, the communication yeah. with that is and how it's done with the tones and uh, I love that and uh, I mean it's just just so ominous. It's just yeah. all, everybody's yeah. just staring at these objects in the sky and it's. You're kind of just holding on, like, what is going to happen? Where is this leading? Yeah. Um, I uh, this film is like Sean said earlier is is it is quite scary. And uh, for a kid growing up, where I was literally afraid of being abducted, <laughs> <laughs> this this, <laughs> this yeah, is my this nightmare. Film was 
terrifying because I read one too many UFO books in our in our school library about you know people yep. being taken aboard, and uh, I still have. I mean, this is embarrassing to announce on a podcast where everybody's going to hear this. I have nightmares about Grays. <laughs> like to this yeah. day, I'm 33 years old, and uh, if yeah. sometimes when I see a photo of a gray on a on a TV show or something, I have to change the channel because <laughs> it like, like, gets inside me, and uh, I hate it. But like, yeah, the and yeah, that, man. that alien at the end is actually quite creepy in in, in me in yeah. my opinion because. But I think that's part of what makes this film great. And again, Spielberg being one of my favorite directors, I think this is a fantastic picture, on, and I'm really happy. Yeah. Really quick, like a last hit on this is like I'm thinking through this movie. We bring up like the the, the musical sequence, but one of my favorite scenes in this entire movie is uh, they're in Geneva, like Switzerland, like going to like what the hell is happening? And it's like they create like the hand motions for communication. Right. So then it becomes like, it's not just sound anymore. It's like, okay, so now we're doing like ASL sign language to this. And it's like, the, it's very methodic approach is just so well, so, so well done. And just also a shout out for uh, Dreyfus for wearing that exact half sunburn on his face, <laughs> like the entire movie and just yeah. owning it because it's just like the, one of the greatest looks in movies. It's so perfect. Yeah. Well, that's a great pick, man. So for the last pick of the show. Is Spencer, and uh, I feel kind of bad, buddy, but I oh, think you look in good spirits, so I hope we're okay. So, I uh, yeah. I still have actually both of my picks on the list here. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. I, was, nice, I mean, nice. don't get me wrong. I love the thing, but I felt like it was too obvious of a pick for myself. So. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> okay, good. <Nice. laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Yeah. So all my other movies were a little bit more serious, so I'm going to go a little bit more on the other side of things. It's fun. It's funny, and I don't think it's necessarily trying to be incredibly funny on purpose. It's also John Carpenter. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going with his movie, They Live. Oh. Has anyone else seen this? I know. I don't think oh, it's yeah. the, is, is it the giant. I lived it. Is it the what? Is it giant insects or something? No, that's no. they. They live. Yeah, so no, it's, they it's live. The Let me show you the premise. Oh, okay, I'll so let it's said. Yeah. So professional wrestler superstar Roddy Roddy Piper oh. stars <laughs> stars in the 1980s a sci-fi action classic where he's uh, he's kind of he's kind of a drifter town to town and. He just came to this town looking for work, you know, and he's kind of living in, uh, he's kind of living in this homeless camp where, uh, people are constantly getting beat up and everything. And it's just like, you know, real dingy and poor. And he finds like these weird, uh, broadcasts keep coming through the TV. And it's like this, like crazy conspiracy guy. He's like saying all this stuff. And one day he sees this guy kind of run out of this building across the street. Goes in this building, finds this like secret panel, finds a box full of sunglasses. And he's like, okay, that's all this is. Well, I might as well take one. Puts on the sunglasses and finds out they show the real world. They take the veil off in which half, <laughs> half of humans oh, cool. around are actually secretly aliens in disguise, like running a <laughs> oh, shadow government, like ruling our lives. And he starts going just bananas. 
He'll he just like <laughs> like almost in no time he just grabs a gun and just starts mowing them down. <laughs> There's a scene. It's the classic scene. Best catchphrase from almost any movie. He walks in a bank with a shotgun. Looks like he's he looks like he's gonna rob it, but he rocks in and declares, "I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm oh, all out of bubble gum." <laughs> that's where it's from. Awesome. Okay, so that. That line is from that film. That is right. I finally right. learned. I finally learned yeah. something. Oh man. Yeah, me too. Like, I, like I, we know the line. I just had yeah, no idea where it came it. from. This, this movie. Oh my god, I could watch it over and over. <laughs> yeah, it is just this so is not over the your. Top. Yeah, this is not your Sunday afternoon movie. This is your Saturday night after a yeah. bender, eating <laughs> like yeah. whatever you made your your guac and shrimp sandwich. <laughs> that, that's a re- this movie it's is. a reference to the sandwich episode <laughs> yeah. but I, I also think it's funny that uh spence uh a reference to episode three which spencer is on where he picked rowdy roddy piper as his wrestler it in comes brawl. full circle man <laughs> it's where we're going full circle <laughs> so i'm glad happens. that we have uh some uh some shout outs to earlier episodes <laughs> That's perfect, well, man. That's good. That's a, that's good, a good pick, pick, and then we're gonna we'll end the show uh, or we'll end the draft on that. So, uh, real quick, I know you guys were talking about how we wanted some shoutouts or some some snubs. So, real quick, let's go. Uh, I know since science fiction seemed to be our largest list, let's uh, in in some short amount of time, let's talk about films that you really maybe are disappointed or that you wanted to sure. wanted to talk about. So, I'm just gonna I'm yeah. just gonna go off my list. I'm not gonna really talk about the films, but. The other films on my science fiction list, I had Total Recall. Nice. Good call. Oh, yeah. Quaid, yeah. open your mind. Right. Looper. <laughs> okay. Great yeah, pick. Yeah. yeah. Great pick. Yeah. And then World. I had World War Z on there. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and cool. Maybe not a lot of people like that film, but uh, I thought I thought it was interesting. And uh, so, I mean, those were the other picks on my science fiction list. And that was a little difficult to, to, cool. to come down to it, but I, I went with Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. Nice man. That's that's. How a, that's about you, Sean? Uh, real quick, the one I wanted to mention from Thriller that I get to talk about was uh, the Strangers. Uh, that that's a little known like thriller movie, and I love that movie because the premise is why are they killing and terrorizing this family because they mm. can, and that's the entire premise. Um, but in science fiction, I had things like Ex Machina by Alex oh, okay, Garland. Nice. I had a I had Super Eight by JJ oh, Abrams. Great. Also, oh, uh, great movie. I, yeah, I also had Blade Runner 2049. This year I fell in love with that movie. And I also had Interstellar by Christopher Nolan. That movie, that is a sci-fi movie that gets every emotion yeah. out of me, which is great. And then uh, District District 9 was my last. Uh, oh, I love District 9. Good, good yeah. picks. Thanks. All right, Spence, how about some of your shout-outs or snubs? Oh, man. All right, so uh, I'll start with Adventure. I was thinking about maybe going with Apocalypse Now. Cool. Because cool. that's one crazy journey yeah. there. Or I almost chose Legend, the, the Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Be- simply because that is the closest we will ever get and we've ever come to a Legend of Zelda movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then the other one I was going to say, um, actually for sci-fi, was the movie Brazil. Oh, good choice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, one of my top favorites as well, yeah. All right. And moving on to Blake. How about you, Blake? Oh, how much time do we got left? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll make it short. Um, well, Adventure, I was thinking outside of the box, um, and this movie is 
predominantly named a comedy, so I didn't pick it. But it's Mad, 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 Mad World. Oh, good call. Oh, I love yeah. that movie. It's a rat race movie. It's mainly comedy slapstick, but it's yeah. such a huge adventure movie. that That is probably my favorite comedy of all time. Um, as far as horror, I probably listed them all on a rant already. <laughs> um, as far as uh, thriller is concerned, um, you know, I knew I was getting wages of fear. We all we all picked on seven. Uh, nobody picked it, but we all were. Thinking uh, that. I was gonna go. No, I was actually, gonna go. Yeah. I had Gone Girl was my other one. Yeah, oh. any one of the Fincher thrillers are just great choices. I guess, yeah. You can yeah, what, what's Hell, even box, Alien right? 3. Why not? Yeah, I, I <laughs> on seven. Alien 3. <laughs> it's the most thrilling yeah. of them all. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, but outside of that, I was thinking uh, North by Northwest is probably Good my call. favorite Hitchcock movie. Mm. Uh, French Connection. I I encourage everybody to see that movie because it's a crime thriller. It's amazing. Gene Hackman. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pi- uh, Popeye Doyle. That's his character in that movie. Won Best Picture. First rated R movie to ever win a Best Picture. Fun yeah. fact for you. Oh, um, you greatest chase scene ever. Um, and then lastly, sci-fi. I was really on the fence. I almost picked this. I apologize, Spencer, but you know you picked They Live and it's amazing. I almost picked. The original invasion of the body snatchers. Ooh. Cool. Oh yeah. So, like okay. the the black the and 50s, white old one or black the... and white. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because we've all been there where we go to college, right, or whatever, and we have to write a paper. Yeah. And we're half asleep, <laughs> but we know we can't go to sleep because we're gonna miss class, but we have yeah. to go. And the whole principle of this whole movie is if you go to sleep, some alien is gonna steal your mind. Yeah, <laughs> and so, so the whole time I'm thinking is like this is the worst thing of all time because I I knew back then that was the worst thing of all time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so this is like twenty times that. So a question, yeah, a that, question to my a question to my panelists real quick: How did no one pick Alien for anything? I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, okay, so I was looking at my list. I have no idea why I like looked past that, but I'm looking I'm like, oh, I should have picked that for horror. Or sci-fi. Or <laughs> sci-fi. There you go. Or adventure. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about it. I sort of threw it in the whole Star Wars Indiana Jones bank. Gotcha. I the next series. series. Yeah, cool. Good Big call. series, yeah. And, uh, yeah, my last thing real quick, I was thinking about Scanners. You guys ever oh, you seen can't that go movie? Wrong. Yeah, YouTube, <laughs> best head explosion scene of all time. Agreed. <laughs> And scanners is going to pop up. So I'll end it with that. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, real quick, we're going to go through the picks of our DVD or our bargain bin DVD package. So we're going to start with me. Uh, My adventure is The Princess Bride. My thriller is Prisoners. My horror film is Jaws. And to top it off, my science fiction film is Independence Day. I think uh, it's a pretty solid DVD package right there. That's a good one. All right. So moving on to Blake. Uh, yeah. So my adventure is Bridge on the River Kwai. Uh, my thriller is The Wages of Fear. Horror is uh, Dennis Hopper's greatest movie, Texas Chain- Chainsaw Massacre 2. And science fiction would be the great... Um, uh, Let's see here. Sorry, the thing. 
I got too much stuff written down on my list. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. All right, Sean. Uh, for adventure, I picked uh, Back to the Future. For thriller, I picked Get Out. For horror, Shaun of the Dead. And for sci-fi, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Ooh, very good. And wrapping it up is Spencer. All right, my pack is the adventurous road trip of Easy Rider. We have the <laughs> thrilling game of David Fincher's The Game. We had the horrific stalking of It Follows. And then the sci-fi wrestling champion of the world, They Live. <laughs> Spencer really pitched his real well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up the show. I'd like to thank each of you for taking the time out of your day to join me. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can just edit that. No, yeah. thanks, Travis, for having So, uh, Sean, me. if you want to plug your stuff real quick again, go on ahead. Please do, my friend. Sure. Uh, everyone can uh, listen to my video game-centric podcast. It's called the Alpha Zone Gaming Podcast. You can find that on iTunes and YouTube by searching any of that. It'll pop up. Also, if you want to listen to me talk with some uh, more movie stuff, it's a Sean on Screen podcast, and that is on SoundCloud, and Travis knows the link, so we can get that to you. Uh, again, thanks for having me on, brother. Appreciate it. That was fun. Yeah, no problem. So that'll wrap it up for us today. If you want to get in contact with the show, you can email us at the Know Your Draft Podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow the show on our platforms, uh, Podbean and iTunes. You can leave a rating a, a, on your review. We would love that. Uh, you can also, uh, please, put, we are trying to encourage more people to comment their picks uh, on the Facebook page or on the episode links in uh, on our pages. Uh, you can vote on the, the poll to tell us whose uh, DVD package is the best or whose package you will be buying. Uh, the link is in the episode description, or the poll will also be on Facebook. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at the Know Your Draft Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter uh, at Know Your Draft. Uh, we're also proud to announce that we're a member of the No Phony Podcast Network. Uh, we have a variety of awesome shows you guys can check out on there. So uh, thank you for tuning into the episode. And uh, again, thanks guys for coming. And it was a blast. And uh, tune in next time, guys. And we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>